Your martial arts movie podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Uh, we're talking about Magnificent Butcher today. The 40-year anniversary of the film featuring Sammo Hung. And around the time of this release, Drunken Master had just released. And the popularity of that movie kind of gave rise to, you know, what this film eventually became. And Which uh, Drunken Master? I'm guessing original the Drunken Master. original. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that movie had drinking <laughs> <laughs> and being, people being drunk and such. And there's a oh, there's some. Now what? that you say that, I guess I can kind of see now um, the influence that movie yeah. would have had on this. For sure. And there's there's a there's mention that Sammo Hung went to the directors and said, "Oh, um, you know, you did such you know." such a fine job for Jackie. Can you do the same for me? And unfortunately, this movie didn't do well in the box office hmm. when it first Is released. this the same director? Uh, or same maybe Cor- people involved? Sorry, not Corey Young. No, uh, Yoon Wu-Ping was involved in this, actually. Yeah, no, yeah. I know that. I was wondering if it was the director or the writers similarly involved. The, I think he was involved in the original Drunken Master as well. So, if I remember correctly. I think I might be he wrong. was. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been Correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking before the podcast started, so memory's not the greatest. Sure. But uh, so one little trivia about that is that that movie, you know, did have um, this character called Beggar So, uh, So Hut Yi, who is the, you know, like the mentor character for Jackie, right? And mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about that movie too much because we're just going to go down this rabbit hole. But for this movie, um, they kind of catered, they kind of like tweaked the, the script a little bit in order for it to line up with what Drunken Master was. Like, hey, if it worked for Jackie, it can work for Sammo. Hmm. So let's make okay. this movie kind of like that. That's kind of a shame now, because if I think about the plot of this movie, that character could have easily been written out. Uh, the Beggar Soul character? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is kind of a shame. I don't want to say a shame, uh, I, which I feel is kind of like they unnecessary. Mm-hmm. They add they added when they could have simplified. Mm-hmm. Well, that character is uh, a different actor from the original Beggar So because the original Beggar So passed away, so he couldn't obviously perform you know play this role. But they were going to have him in this movie anyways. And a little bit of trivia: that original Beggar So was. Yun Wu-Ping's father. Wow. Like, an actual father, Simon Yuan. So, um, in this movie, we have... Uh, we do have a different actor playing the Beggar So character, uh, who is the mentor for Samuel Hung's character. And he's in this movie uh, predominantly. However, we have to make a quick shout-out, or like a, a very noticeable mention towards the, the original mentor character in the movie so uh even though he this character plays the mentor for Samo, we have Samo's character's real master the one who's you know who because he, he's part of a, a kung fu school yeah, yeah yeah and he is wong fei hong 
The character Wong Fei. The yeah. character. But the actor is Quan Tak Heng. This guy is the, I guess you would, I, I guess you could say he the original Wong Fei Hong. He's played the character 77 times. Throughout That's all? all film history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all. It's yeah. not enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Jackie Nothing made... to write home about. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wong Fei Hong, if, uh, I wish Mark was here right now because he, he'd just be like, oh, Wong Fei Hong, I love that guy. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, my, he's my guy. Um, he, he's one of the most prolific folklore characters. Even though there are people in the production of this movie who are through like the whole 12 degrees of Kevin Bacon effect, they are somehow related to Wong Fei Hong, mm-hmm. like the real person in real life. So like, as I was mentioning to you before we started recording, Chinese film history is like this weird, small, niche, ancestral thing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always like someone's related to someone in, in some way. Sure. All right. History aside, let's talk about Magnificent Butcher, a.k.a. Lam Sai Wing. Um, Mark, not Mark, Zero, what'd you uh, think? So uh, I've mentioned a few times in this podcast that uh, I, was o- I would always be worried when revisiting older films because I mainly watch uh, a lot of modern kung fu movies, probably starting from the 80s and onward. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you go backwards, there's that danger of, oh, this isn't as good as what I'm watching now. Uh, I, I saw this like maybe 10 or 15 years so ago. So you have seen this before. And, but the thing is, I don't remember, I didn't remember anything from it. And we're watching it now. I can kind of see why. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I don't think this movie holds up as a whole. There are definitely, uh, some, some highlights here and there, but I wasn't too crazy about it. Okay. I think now, now that you mention it, the, the insertion of the drunk beggar uh, character feels completely unnecessary and just kind of added pat too much padding to the movie. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we get metronome fighting sometimes that's okay. It's because it's of the time period. That's forgivable. Uh, I, I, I had this thought while I was watching the movie. So I wasn't crazy about the plot because I thought the Kung Fu was a little distracting from it. Mm, Okay. And I almost felt that this story would have been better if they played it without Kung Fu. If this became kind of like a gritty thriller mm-hmm. about um, kind of mistaken identity, kind of like you killed my family member, now I'm after you and, right. and revenge and vice versa. Right. And they played it a lot more serious without comedy. Mm-hmm. I thought this would have been a little better. But with all the comedy, with all the Kung Fu, uh, the, the story just didn't really do it for me. Okay. Yeah. Right. You just need to travel 40 years back in the past to fix this. Yeah. 41. Yeah. <coughs> right. Still right. production. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not bad, but uh, it was a little forgettable mm-hmm. for right. me. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I will agree with you there. Not, not I don't agree entirely, but I will say it is on the more forgettable side because I have seen this movie several times and I always forget until like i always forget what actually happens in the movie until i press play again and i'm like oh yeah that's right this scene happened and mm-hmm. then this scene happened I, 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 yeah it's it's not the most memorable movie however i do have more fond memories of it mm-hmm. so um it's a it's kind of a complicated plot because sure. as well, i mentioned there's a lot of mm-hmm. case of mistaken identity or framing mm-hmm. going on and i can't even remember the 
the straightforward plot synopsis of this movie. Hmm. Should I try to yeah, like, summarize the plot then? Yeah, well, real, real quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Samo is the butch. He's his name is the Butcher Wing. Uh, it, it's he's also based on a real life uh, person, by the way, who's a real disciple of Wong Fei Hong. Ah, uh, history aside, whatever. So, um, <laughs> Samo's character, he has a brother who comes into uh, his long lost brother who comes find him. And but the the brother event meets up with some villainous character who steals his wife mm-hmm. and Samo. Oh man, you are right. This is yeah. This it's is a little hard, hard to describe. Yeah, like it's, it's, I don't want to go like then this happened and then this happened. But yeah, yeah. The, the long story short, there's a you know the villain has you know, like he he's established. He's 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 very despicable in this movie. Very. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so I think I can do it. Um, basically, what happens is Samo's brother's wife is actually kidnapped by this villain character. It's kind of um, the son, I want to say the son mm-hmm. of another Kung Fu master's yeah. uh, Kung Fu master. Mm-hmm. And a rival Kung Fu a ri- master? Yeah, so. rival Kung Fu school. And so through some weird circumstances, there's a drunk beggar involved. Mm-hmm. And then... Samo, the beggar, and then the brother are kind of trying to rescue mm-hmm. the the wife who has been stolen, and then hilarity ensues because of it. And then, and then there, yeah, there, there's yeah, a right. lot of um, back and forth mm-hmm. going on. Like they go there, then right. they go back, and then right. they fight, and then go back and forth. Right. Well, it, there's a lot of uh, um, confused alliances here, right? Yes, so, like, that's you, a great you, way you of putting it. You don't know who, like, because like everyone assumes that you know this person's the bad guy, but then they're, they're clearly wrong about that. Um, you know, like it's it's just. Like Samo, for example, thought that the beggar was the bad guy, and then uh, vice versa. So they, they they engage in a fight later in the movie. Right, and he then, thinks his brother is a bad guy yeah. it, because he the brother is beating up the mm-hmm. main protagonist for stealing his wife, <laughs> and Samo thinks like, "Oh, that guy's hurting another guy. Let me help him yeah. out." And yeah. but in actuality, he was in the right. Well, it carries throughout the whole film because even at the end, and I don't want to talk about this because this does kind of spoil the movie. Um, you know, like the, the villain, the main villain, uh, he's the final boss in the movie and there, there are motivations behind that we won't get into, but, um, he assumes that the, the protagonist has done him wrong and that's why we've engaged in this fight. But, you know, uh, obviously Samo is just doing what he needs to do because, you know, he, one, he's not wrong, you know, like he was, he's just, you know, uh, protecting himself and his, and his loved ones. But also, um, you know, he—it's not like he was wrong, technically wrong, but also because everyone's wrong, <laughs> they always they engage in fights. So everyone just jumps to conclusions. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't like Samo's character in this movie. I felt like he caused a lot of these problems because of his right. stupidity. He is supposed to be a lovable goofball in the movie. Uh, Did you? You didn't get that sense. Well, though, right? I got he was supposed to be, but I didn't like him <laughs> because um i felt like he wasn't always in the right sometimes okay what, what do you mean by that um okay so uh the the main protagonist's father who is the rival kung fu school master he's i feel he's not in the wrong he's trying to get revenge at some point 
Oh, you mean the the villain, the main villain, right? I wouldn't even call him the main villain. No, you mean the rival. Sorry, you're talking about the head of the rival school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I completely he, agree. He was completely in the right because um, it's more his son is the one who's kind of doing the nefarious things and causing all this trouble, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know any better. Yeah. So I I kind of feel bad that um, Samo has to fight him in the end because he's just he's yeah. just you know trying to make things right. Right. Because Samo kind of wronged him, for lack of a, I, I, I'm. <laughs> There's a lot of right and wrong here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm walking around my words because I'm trying not to. Okay. Uh, diverge a lot of stuff. Right. I, I, okay. I think you're absolutely right. However, uh, I do agree that the villain, he's not wrong. I think that he's, he's not really a villain. Uh, he's he's the father of the villain. Yeah, he's the father. He's of the kind villain, of an right? asshole, but I feel that he is in the he's right. Justified. Yeah, he yeah. he his motives are justified because I wouldn't say Samuel Hung is wrong for doing what he had to do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. So I'll, just, I'll walk yeah. that back. Yeah. Okay. He but, he wasn't wrong, but I didn't like him either. <laughs> so that's that's the problem. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the comedy in the movie. Um, but wait, maybe you completely disagree in, in terms of that. Like for me, like the what kind of takes it away from me for his character is just the forced comedy. Because I know they're trying to mimic what you got in Drunken Master, right? Okay. So they're trying to shoehorn some comedy in there to make sure you you get some uh, good feelings that you got when you watch Drunken Master. But I I didn't feel like it worked here as well. Well, uh, yeah, some of the comedy is extremely hit or miss, especially when the brother character who has lost his wife is trying to commit suicide. <laughs> oh, so this drunk beggar is like basically like picking him dry of all his belongings <laughs> while he's trying to hang himself. Right, right. It's funny when we talk about it when, but when you're watching it, you're just like, mm, I don't know, I don't think, yeah. I don't think this really I, works. I thought that kind of, <clears throat> I can't believe I'm defending this movie as much <laughs> as I am. Um, and not to say I hate this movie at all. I actually mm-hmm. don't, don't think it's a bad movie whatsoever. But. Um, I, I think they were trying to establish that that character, he's inadvertently trying to coerce this guy to not kill himself. Do you think that? Uh... I think I think that's why they're trying to play it off. Like not instead of saying like "Don't kill yourself," you know, you know, like, and then make this a really dramatic scene. They mm-hmm. want to play it for laughs and then convince the guy through his own volition to not kill himself. Okay, uh, I, I I see what you mean there. He was coming across as a little too greedy in the beginning, right. and. And well, it, he shows his concern as soon as the guy actually does hang himself. Well, they play, accidentally. They yeah. played for comedy, though, so it made me feel like he was just worried about himself and not so much the guy who's trying to kill himself, right. Samo's brother. I, I think I think I saw past that. I think mm-hmm. he was genuinely concerned, but he just didn't want to like come off too serious. Okay. So they, I maybe the the, the director of the film was like, oh being uh yun Ping, he's just like hey we need to play this for laughs like let's, let's not take this too seriously because people want to come in here and remember drunken master was a funny movie ha 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 <laughs> so um yeah I, I i thought he was i i thought that the beggar so character was um yes he doesn't feel like he fits sometimes but he you know when he did it, it worked not always not always not sometimes always, I yeah. he, he didn't always uh, work I, I kind of feel his character was unnecessary, mm-hmm. uh, especially the, I guess, the training sequences. Mm-hmm. So towards the, and we're jumping around a little bit, but towards the end of the movie, 
for some reason, Sammo Hung gets training mm-hmm. when he was already a pretty competent martial artist. Well, he wasn't as good as the the beggar. Was. Yeah, yeah, but it. I don't know. I felt like he probably still could have beat the guy without his help. You think? Well, we could talk about. We'll talk about the fights because yeah, uh, yeah. in one fight scene, they're you know it's Sammo versus. I guess we're jumping into fights right now. Sure. It's Sammo versus uh, the beggar, and the beggar is basically you know, beating him up. I mean, it, obviously, in some scenes, I don't know if you noticed in the movie, mm-hmm. the beggar has a stunt double. I don't oh. know if you noticed that. Oh, I, don't, I, I, I don't didn't notice, notice that. it. I mean, you, you might have to squint <laughs> yeah, to yeah, notice that he, he, this big, rotund guy is somehow, he slims maybe like three pounds? Three pounds? Three pounds. 300 guy. pounds? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, he's not that big. He's—that's a good way of putting it. He is rotund, um, very, uh, especially in the face. He's got these nice big round cheeks. I will say they did a good job of making this guy look disgusting as, <laughs> yeah. as a drunken beggar. He looks beggar. like a real beggar. Yeah, yeah he's just got the, the 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 facial hair, and he always looks sweaty right. and his ugh. Yeah, <laughs> mind you, uh, Yun Woo Ping's father, who's supposed to play the role, like I mentioned before, he passed away before this. But he, and obviously they recast for him, um, but the original, you know, uh, Beggar So, he was a skinny dude. I mean, he was a really, really skinny guy. If you've seen Drunken Master, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, so for this movie, they casted this guy instead. However, he is a vener- veteran Shaw Brothers uh, performer, uh, perf- actor, I, I guess you would say. And he's still active today. Um, I think that guy's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, the, wow. the fat dude. Yeah, because he was a uh, well, he was playing in kind of an old man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was makeup or right. or whatnot. So well, well, I'm, I'm he was. Uh, he's the villain of the story of Ricky O. No, he was in that really? movie, and he's the father of the protagonist in that movie. Really, the real life father. Oh, the real, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, the Got real it. life father. Got yeah. it. Um, Jam, how the fuck did we go this far off off the beaten path? <laughs> so should we get into the fights? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about so, it. So uh, this is going to sound really odd, but as I was watching this movie and I, I was paying attention to the fights, I kind of felt that a lot of fights overstayed their welcome. I 100% agree with that. And somehow I still appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate a lot of the um, the effort and mm-hmm. the technical stuff that went into the fights because there are a lot of long takes, like longer takes in mids yeah. uh, to zoom out to wide or wides to zoom in, zoom into mids where mm-hmm. these guys are just performing nonstop choreography. Very complicated choreography. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of it is on that beat, on that metronome beat. It's, it's okay. But... There were a lot of moments where I kept thinking, "Oh, they're they're still fighting." Like, <laughs> like kind of you know wrap it up, like get mm-hmm. to the point. A lot of times we'll complain, like, "Oh, there weren't enough fights in this movie." Right. This is a movie where I thought there was too many fights, <laughs> or the fights lasted just a little too long. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. You're absolutely right. They do overstay their welcome. <laughs> some scenes, some fight scenes, I feel like if you cut it by half. It would probably work just as well. However, I do appreciate the fact that the choreography is very complicated. Some of the most complicated I've ever, ever seen. Uh, and I'm not, I'm, I don't like to say that you know, so so freely, but 
you know, like having complicated choreography, uh, you know, like it, it, it makes me really appreciative of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm glad that it was in the movie because I can actually see the performers actually doing it. And yes, you are right that it does feel metronomy. It's like, okay, block here, block here, block here, kick here. Um, you know, yeah. like uh, make sure you have to hit those beats. However, I felt the pacing of it was good enough that I, I can kind of lose myself in the movie. It, the pacing's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fast. It's, uh, it's interesting because uh, some fights have that older kung fu dancey style feel. And then there are some moments where things pick up, like uh, surprisingly pick up in speed. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just kind of confused. Like, why was this really fast versus right. this, which was really slow? So uh, you'll, you'll kind of just have to watch to to get a sense of that but yeah. I, I was just a little I, I wasn't sure why that happened <laughs> right right well um let, let's let's go into at least one fight scene that, for example like how we can break that down mm-hmm. uh what's the actual first fight scene uh we get introduced to uh well we get introduced to Samo. we get introduced to his brother who is looking for his for Samo. i'm just speeding through the plot really quickly uh and then um the villain he gets he wants in a very rapey way to steal the brother's uh, wife. So he steals the wife. Literally just steals her. And we get a scene where the brother just gets beaten up. Yeah, because he's not a competent martial mm-hmm. artist. Um, I, I kind of like the scenes when somebody is... And this sounds bad. I kind of like the scenes when somebody is getting beaten up because it showed... Uh, there wasn't... It didn't feel like there was fighting on a beat. Because it was just someone getting kicked around. Yeah. So it felt a little more realistic because okay. it wasn't somebody fighting back. Right. It was them kind of defending themselves and they weren't defending themselves on a, on a beat. Right. That's a good way to describe it because you know, everyone who can fight, you know, they're choreographed. So it's, they're, everyone's fighting on a rhythm. Yes. Where like, you can see that they're, they're telegraphing each other's moves because they want to you know, match that rhythm and that cadence. But anyone who can't fight... They're basically like that 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 person on the dance floor who can't dance. It's just like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just gonna you know like stumble around here, and that's what it feels like. Yeah. So you're you're right. And you get the brother who's just kind of getting beaten up, beaten up, getting mm-hmm. kind of kicked around on tables, getting kicked through doors and yeah. whatnot. And because he's not on that rhythm, uh, it it feels good. Yeah. You know, it, it's perfectly fine. Well, okay, I want to talk about the first fight in sure. the movie. The, this is the most iconic scene of the film, even though mm. it technically doesn't feature Sammo. Mm-hmm. It features Kwan Ta King playing Wong Fei Hong. Wong Fei Hong, again, being Sammo Hung's or um, his character's uh, master, like real master at the, at the Kung Fu school. He, again, is, you know, he played Wong Fei Hong many, many times. So when the release of this movie came out, like he's, he's in his older age, right? So. Yeah. I'm very surprised that he was doing this little exhibition before the start, the the movie, the the fights even started, because mm-hmm. he was like doing like finger push-ups. He was, he was yeah, like, yeah, and they uh, they clearly have it in all in the one take, so mm-hmm. you see it's him. Yeah, it's not like they're up close on fingers. Yeah, and then you you know cut to wide, and then oh hey look, you could see the actor's face. Yeah, he's, he's like, like he's they, like he 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 did a pike stretch. He was like standing up, and he he like without bending his knees he was like he 
he's essentially like putting his head through his knees. Yeah, imagine you you're standing up forward. straight and you're going to touch your toes, but then you peek your head. Yeah, like look him. how limber this guy is. Mm-hmm. He's he must be in his fifties or sixties. You look he point. looked like an older gentleman. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> just I give a little him, bit. Older. I give him props. Yeah, they did a good they did that. They did a good job with making this guy look extremely skilled mm-hmm. for being an older an older man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it, it comes from the respect that the, the, the filmmakers had for this guy. Because, mm-hmm. again, he played the, the, the role so many times, they wanted to make sure that they honor him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I believe this is the last time playing the character, too. Hmm. I, I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure this is the truth. It, it's, it's essentially like, I think of him as a, the Bela Lugosi hmm. of... Um, uh, of the martial arts world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh God, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Dracula. Um, so yeah, he um, he obviously, in this one scene, he's taking on the Kung Fu master, like we mentioned before. Uh, he's the villain of the, no, he's the, the father of the main villain. And we have this, this playful fight that it starts off pretty playful, um, you know, like with them, uh, pretending like they're, you know, like they're arguing over writing on writing well, calligraphy. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Wong Fei Hung is writing calligraphy, yeah. and the villain's father is trying to show, like, oh, hey, I can do calligraphy too, yeah. and he's doing it in a very aggressive manner. Yeah. And Wong Fei Hung is trying to tell him, like, oh no, you you got to be subtle yeah. with your strokes. And so the villain is kind of trying to write over what Wong Fei Hung has be, has started mm-hmm. and then you get this match of um two hands uh blocking and striking while they're holding the uh calligraphy yeah, uh, yeah. brush the brush yeah yeah, yeah. uh i mean yeah i'd love to talk about this but i think that this is definitely the most highlighted scene whenever anytime someone thinks thinks about this movie i think mm-hmm. this is one that sticks out the most oh yeah this this is it's on the Definitely the most visually memorable, uh, especially considering that you look at the man's age and they they make him look really good. Yeah. Uh, Just just to go back a little bit, there's this extremely funny moment where Wong Fei Hung is uh, sitting down, (laughs) you know, about to write calligraphy, and the uh, the villain's father goes and literally kicks and destroys the chair (laughs) from underneath him, and. You cut then to a shot of him still sitting down, <laughs> but he's holding air him. Squatting. Yeah, he's air squatting. It's it's a great comedic moment. Yeah. I, I love it. It and the guy plays it straight. Like, oh, sorry, my chair broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just breaks all by itself. Yeah, yeah like we got termites. Yeah, he, about that. He it's good because he's likable because he's so humble. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have much of him in the movie, but yeah. which is which is fine. Um. I mean, we really should talk about the fight, but I, I, I do like the fact that we're finally talking about him because, again, mm-hmm. he's like the Bela Lugosi. He's like mm-hmm. one of the most iconic kind of characters when it comes or performers when it comes to martial arts. He um, he's not in the movie much, and I think it's because they wanted they just wanted him in the movie one for marquee because they're like, oh, we have the original Wong Fei Hong. Um, you guys should watch this movie, mm-hmm. and then they threw in Becker So to kind of replace him, right? Mm. Like as the mentor character. Yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of a shame because he because uh, Wong Fei Hong's character literally literally says like, "Hey, I'm going on a trip. See ya. <laughs> right. Make sure nothing bad happens to the sign." <laughs> oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, un- unfortunately, I-, I do think that. Okay, maybe not unfortunately. For me personally, I think that was an okay decision. Yes, he. 
he's con- his scene in this movie is just to establish that yeah he's in the movie but he's not pivotal at all to it and that's fine because the i think the beggar so character was adequate enough and i think wong fei hong character is a little too serious because the movie is trying to go for comedy really it, i thought this scene played well for comedy actually but he himself is not a comedic element right? okay. You know, okay i can't i can't sit through that entire film with him in it. i can't see every scene being the same as this uh, otherwise it's gonna turn into a wong fei hong movie yeah i don't know like and and we're not really talking about the fight but just just <laughs> just to go a little bit into that i i liked the idea of the very serious master reprimanding sam Hung's character <laughs> the entire movie, the entire movie. Yelling at i i would have liked that i didn't like the beggar so character so mm-hmm. i would have liked the serious wong fei hung master just um reprimanding his ignorance all the time i i, I think i might have preferred that but you know that's that's not this movie <laughs> okay sure um but i do but i think we both agree though like we 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 love the scene, right? Or I, I like yeah. the scene a lot. Uh, I'm I'm a little uh, nitpicky on it because so this is an older film, so it's a little slower. It's a little metronomy. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the constant breakup of the choreography, where you had to get like a slam zoom mm-hmm. into a character's oh, reaction. That's, that's old old style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I know. I I understand that. So this is just me being. Uh, this is just my personal opinion and not so much a critique mm-hmm. of it. But what happens is you get some really nice hand choreography as they're trying to block each other while the uh, villain's dad is trying to overwrite uh, with calligraphy. And then what happens is um, Wong Fei Hung successfully blocks him and gets him out of the way. Mm-hmm. But then you have to have the the cut of him reacting mm-hmm. and then saying something, yeah. and then Wong Fei Hung saying something, and then they go oh, back into the. Oh, fight. that's a very peaking opera. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Uh, unfortunately, because I watch a little more modern uh, martial arts, yeah. that that uh, takes takes me out of it a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. They're 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 going for that character um, moment where they're like, oh well, we have to. It almost feels like a comic book if you think about it, right? So like you'll have action that's happening, and then you'll you'll you kind of have a little break in the pause between the action, and you'll you'll see what the kind of like a a, a monologue or a, a what soliloquy. Oh my God. <laughs> Remember those okay. from high school? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from the, the the characters, and and this is really big in old Chinese uh, movies where like you want you hear like little um, you know. Uh, excerpts things that like the characters would just kind of spout out mm-hmm. it a lot of proverbs and that's one thing i want to tell you uh, talk to you about was the the uh inadequate s- subtitles and i had the subtitles on and I, I think that you kind of lose a lot of this when you're watching the movie uh, and you're not getting literal translations literal i think the literal translation would have worked better than just kind of paraphrasing what the people were saying in the movie mm-hmm. and that's the thing like whenever you have these little breaks and it cuts back to the the um the characters when they're speaking what they're saying is very like they're speaking in proverbs but they're very literal and even though like it, it can be kind of lost on certain audiences the the literal translation works a lot better than just kind of like being like oh here's the general gist of what they he said mm-hmm. and this is like a a constant problem with this movie and a lot of movies of that era when they translated it for the American audiences um so I I was fine with it I think like I, I think um it works in two levels because one yeah the choreography is good for the most part you know like you might disagree with me there 
But two, um, when they do break it up with like, um, you know, like Wong Fei Hong is basically way better than the other master, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's like it's sure. very it's very clear that he has the literal upper hands. Right, right. But he he's and in the literal in the actual middle of fighting, he'll the action will just stop, and Wong Fei Hong will say a proverb, basically just giving him a lecture, be like, "This is what you need to do," using like these ancient Chinese proverbs mm -hmm. and these proverbs themselves will like, they're not like little, like you should do this instead. It'd be like, no, because the grass flows in a certain way and <laughs> what, what not. You need to be like water and such. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, he's trying to be a little bit more poetic, mm -hmm. poetic, I guess is the sure, way sure. to describe it. And, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, for me, I've mentioned a few times, uh, in the past too. Uh, I want, uh, continuous choreography and because of a certain flow mm -hmm. and when you kind of come down then I don't mind reactions mm -hmm. and then people um, spouting nonsense <laughs> or proverbs or <laughs> something like that so because we get choreography but then it's consistently um, stopped mm -hmm. with these proverbs it kind of messes the flow up for me a little bit. okay yeah. I, I can see that, though. I, I, I don't think the subtitles help you at all. If you yeah, were probably to, not. I, I, I could do a better translation. <laughs> and my Chinese is terrible. Right. But and, I could do a better translation, and you get a better sense of it, though. Sure, sure. And, uh, and this is just my personal opinion. Um, I understand this is kind of the style of the time. So mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not being so harsh. I'm just uh, expressing uh, how I like my right, right. I think you're. I think you were robbed of something, though. Like, I, I can't deny that i i unfortunately like thankfully for me like i i understood well enough you mm -hmm. know some of the chinese so like i, I understood like what they're trying to go for but I, I reading the subtitles and if i were to imagine not hearing it and not understanding it and just reading the little translation it, i feel like something's definitely being lost sure and yeah it, it would feel like this the pacing of this is being slowed down by those little moments in the movie uh, in the fight scenes mm-hmm Let's talk about the physicality of this this fight scene, sure. um, because it is the most iconic f fight of the entire film. In fact, it's the actual box art for the original release of the movie. Oh, so really? instead mm -hmm. of having Sammo Hung, who is you know the actual lead in the movie, you have this the shot of uh, Quan Ta King holding the brush in his mouth as he's uh, writing calligraphy, holding the villain behind him um, in a wrist lock i guess yeah it's a very very awkward pose yeah yeah but it's just to show that he's he's so comfortable basically uh being op <laughs> overpowered <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty op in this scene. yeah <laughs> um his whole uh gimmick in this uh, i guess gimmick in this whole scene is that he's uh essentially uh, unbeatable right mm -hmm. like he in terms of strength in terms of uh, agility mm -hmm. And I was okay with that, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't mind when a person is uh, clearly um, overpowered with another guy. Right. But as I mentioned earlier, there is a humbleness to him. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to really humiliate him too much. Because even though it went over my head, I understood he was trying to teach him a lesson as he was kind of, as they're fighting over this calligraphy. Right. So it, it's fun in that aspect. And... Even though he's OP, you, you still root for him. You know, you know he's gonna win, but you're kind of watching how it's unfolding. Right, right. Um, so there's mm -hmm. 
uh, so there's a great moment when the uh, the villain's father now reveals uh, his his kind of superpower. Oh, right? his his palms. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> his red hot palms. Uh, we can elaborate on. Yeah. This so point. this so uh, this now changes up the fight a little bit because. Um, he real the villain's father realizes that he can't just write um, on this I guess banner mm-hmm. that uh, that Wong Fei Hung is trying to write on. So he actually has to use uh, martial arts moves against him, yep. and this just shows how um, skilled Wong Fei Hung is. Mm-hmm. So the villain's father has this kind of red hot palm skill, mm-hmm. and it turns into him kind of like striking at the table. And then just like <laughs> you see sma- these hand like hand cutouts. Yeah, on the table. he's smashing his hands to yeah. the table as Wong Fei Hung is uh, kind of folding up the banner and like getting it out of the, out of the way so right. he doesn't uh, damage his calligraphy, which is which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's this whole scene is very fun. It's it's very jovial. It's, it's not serious whatsoever. Wong Fei Hung is not playing the uh, the character the, the role of non aggressor. He's just evading which is fine i think mm-hmm. he, he plays it so well he's not he's not trying to hurt the other guy whereas the other guy is just aggressively trying to hurt him yeah uh the motivations by the way behind all this is all about you know uh the villain uh assuming that the um, Wong Fei home students um are like is is uh, hurt, has hurt one of his uh, people whatever um so like you can understand why he's being so aggressive but uh, Wong Fei Hong is just taking everything very calmly, and mm-hmm. he's just working, lo- lo- working around it, and not addressing it directly because the villain himself hasn't said stated directly what the problem is. He's just <laughs> well, like he's just all of a sudden attacking him, and Wong <laughs> Fei Hong's like, "Yeah, whatever, I right. don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Like, unless you directly tell me what it is, you know, it's like you go, you come home from work, and then your your spouse is like, like, how dare you? And you're like, okay, what? You should know what you're, you're, you're I'm mad about. And, right. And, and well, you've just touched upon a huge plot hole in many, many movies where instead of getting straight to the point so people <laughs> can figure out what's, you know, what the problem is, mm-hmm. they have to fight first and then later they'll reveal, oh, actually, this is what's wrong. And then, you know, they can start talking it out. But we wouldn't have this fight scene if it weren't that for that. And I actually, I, I'm glad that he didn't say it, right? He is like that very um, indirect uh, husband or wife. who's just like, you should know why I'm so mad at you. I'm not even going to talk to you. <laughs> um, we, we do have some pretty good um, uh, choreography here. Um, we have a lot of flipping around, uh, we, good usage of props in the scene. So, uh, you know, there's, uh, like you said, mentioned before, there's a chair that got destroyed, but we also have the, you know, like, um, a usage of the table mm-hmm. where once, once two legs are destroyed, the, you know, like, uh, the Wong Fei Hong stunt double, because uh, <laughs> it's clearly another yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, he, he gets on it and it's, it's like, it's framed perfectly enough or well enough that you can believe it that it's like, yeah, like even though two legs got destroyed, he's standing on top of it, he can still kind of balance he's it He's acting as a counterbalance so the table doesn't fall forward and yeah. then all the, the calligraphy brushes, all the, the, the random things that are under mm. are still, you know, level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? It's really sad to say. Um, in the subtitles that you're, you're, I was, I was reading them as well. I was like, well, if you, if you finish your calligraphy, 
I will bow down to you, essentially what the villain says. And he says so, you know, like, yeah, as maddeningly as possible. But in the literal translation, it's it's played for more comedy. And, and that's what I'm saying before, like, uh, a lot of it gets lost when you're just reading it from a literal trans uh, from the paraphrasing of what the original Chinese is. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a dubbing out there that does it better than, than what you think you so. Read. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know, man, those dubs back in the day, like, they were horrendous. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like as iconic as this one fight scene is, uh, I don't know what else there is to talk about. There, we, it's play. It's very fun. It's a very fun scene, especially with the calligraphy element going on. Um, you know, like it, it's a, it's all about, um, you know, one aggressor versus a non-aggressor and the non-aggressor essentially, you know, working around him, kind of just humiliating him. And that thing where he does later, where he draws the, uh, Wong Fei Hong, he draws the you know, character on the, um, the villain's forehead backwards so that when he touches his forehead and he looks at his palm, he sees the mirror reflection of the character that means like shame or respect. I forget yeah. which one it is. I think mm -hmm. it's respect. Um, I thought that was clever. Yeah. That's incredibly I, clever. I like that a lot too. Yeah. It was, it was a, it was a good way to show, uh, that he was essentially just teaching him a lesson mm -hmm. this whole time. Like I'm more powerful than you, but I'm not going to, you know, like I'm not going to embarrass, fully embarrass you right. in front of all these people by whooping your ass. Yeah, although he was, <laughs> he was <laughs> he clearly yeah, was. But I mean, he didn't. You know, he didn't beat him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we got the display of his strength and like uh, like like his strength, his agility and mm -hmm. also you know like just uh, experience. You yeah, know, he has more experience than the other guy. Uh, even though we did see in a previous scene that you know he, the, the the villain was like doing his his whole like. Um, practice his, his forms his forms essentially yeah. but you know like he's clearly no match for Wong Fei Hong mm -hmm. all right so uh I I can't talk enough about this one particular scenes but we got to move on because yeah. otherwise we'll be talking about it for forever mm -hmm. um we are told why you know like why the scene even happens it's all because of Samo Samo wronged or did something stupid essentially yeah yeah <laughs> and then um we're told about the whole like we were introduced to the brother side plot kind of and that introduces us to the villain who is one of most one of the most disgusting characters in a movie i've seen oh yeah he's yeah. very very despicable mm -hmm. um not to a point where you're like you you can't watch the movie but you're like damn this movie this character is disgusting right the movie uh very very intelligent very intelligently doesn't stoop to a level to make this guy reprehensible mm -hmm. uh, because he is in his actions, but I, I never feel like it crosses a line to where you feel like, oh, I don't, I don't want to watch this at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm -hmm. It's not because you know what he does get his comeuppance every once in a while. So mm -hmm. like he he does something bad and then he immediately gets beat up. Yeah. Um. So he gets a little bit of punishment, but he obviously doesn't learn his lesson. But at least you see a little bit of. You know the fact that he's getting, um, you know, like he gets what he it. gets what he deserves. Yeah, ultimately, yeah. ultimately, yeah. But like mm -hmm. along the way, he's still getting beat up. So like you get that little release. It's like you get tension and then you get release. Mm -hmm. If you're, there's a lot. There's a problem I have a lot with. Uh, I have with a lot of films is like you get you you're introduced to a character who's just unbeatable, 
and you hate him throughout the entire film and you get no release of that until the very very end but you're sitting with that tension for the entire film yeah and with this guy like he's he's a competent martial artist but he's nowhere near the level of samuel hung or anyone else in the movie so but he's just a disgusting character all in all yeah um he's like he, what he has a com- he's like what is a combination of like a liar uh a rapist oh god uh, yeah just a, in- just a little incest. just a little warning there is a scene of attempted rape and we well like i wouldn't say incest because it's a goddaughter so no but it's okay when they that's why i was gonna say the, the translation not doesn't work for you because what it actually was is the um, the main villain's father, mm-hmm. he married another woman, mm-hmm. and that was the daughter of that. So it was basically stepdaughter. Okay. So um, that's his his stepsister. Okay. He's trying to rape his stepsister. Oh God! Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> terrible. It's very terrible. Uh, so yes, there is an attempted rape scene, and this scene it, lasts way too yeah, long. Yeah, it's extremely uncomfortable. But don't worry if you're watching it. It the act doesn't happen just but just the to spoil it also pretty terrible right, like right. how it ends it, mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't make you feel good mm-hmm. but it, it, it kind of catapults us into the rest of the movie yeah, yeah. and like why uh, the rest of the movie takes itself a little bit more seriously yeah a I little would say bit that. more i would not, say not that it much. takes itself a little more seriously after that because then it becomes more revenge story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um Bam. But before that, uh, before we can get to the juicy stuff, <laughs> uh, we're introduced to Becker So, who, uh, who um, is, he discovers the brother who is upset that he's, you know, like he lost his, his wife, he can't do anything about it. And then, um, and then like beggar, the beggar like talks to him and he says, like, well, he gets that kind of, um, uh, debriefed on like what his situation is so he's like oh because he is a good guy you know like he, yeah. he's he's a comedic character but he's he's does what's he's supposed to do because it's the right thing to do he goes to um a liquor store or, or not liquor store oh, it's it, like it, it's a, a restaurant that has the liquor on yeah, the side yeah I, I would say right right it's it's like a yeah restaurant so he goes there and he finds the villain um and he basically confronts him it starts off comedic i mean the whole thing is comedic right so mm-hmm. like because beggar so is so overpowered that he doesn't even have to like do much mm-hmm. so i liked uh, i liked the beginning uh section of this fight so basically what beggar so's character is doing is he is antagonizing the victim by making it seem like the second hand i guess the uh the villain's friend is the one who's kind of yeah. fighting him mm-hmm. and he's using his body to do kicks and whatnot and it's cool i wish there was more of it mm. well it, it eventually turns into like he's using it at first to be like tricking him yeah kind but, of like when you tap somebody on the shoulder and like oh it's not me it's someone else it's yeah. someone else yeah, yeah. and then but then it just turns out to beggar so beating him up <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah. in a humil- humiliating way uh you know like we have a usage like we have like a lot of good usages of like the the scenery here mm-hmm. um so we have the uh, like to, just to set up the stage here we have just an empty platform like empty stage uh empty floor and then on the right where where they use these uh benches on each level they have just rows and rows of just rum like li- liquor like wine yeah liquor. right wine yeah chinese wine 
and they're just using that you know like they're using that to like show like them, them getting destroyed when they get kicked and such and we have um you know just uh the beggar you know like just toying with him you know he's he's yeah. like doing these these uh these very evasive maneuvers just to uh, avoid getting hit mind you this is totally him doing it by the way this is totally the actor doing it. Not a stunt double. Yeah. Not at all. Well, there's, totally a, not. there's a few moments where you get these scenes where you see you see his face mm-hmm. and he's doing a little more simple choreography. Like he's using the, I want to say is, it's not a flask. It's kind of like a flask, but it's it looks like a giant yeah. gourd. Mm-hmm. A gourd. Gourd, yes. yes. Gourd, it yeah. looks like, yeah, like the if you watch uh, older kung fu films, like anytime they someone has alcohol, it's in like a giant gourd with yep. a hole cut up in mm-hmm. the top. He's using that to kind, as kind of like a lasso, uh-huh. and he's kind of pulling uh, the villain around yep. and, and all this fun stuff. But then when you get the wides, it's clearly a skinny stunt double. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck? He's <laughs> clearly the same guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, I what what little moments that they had of the actual actor doing it, and the, the big fatter fatter dude. Um, I was surprised because you 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 do see this one scene where he's hanging um, by the wall and he's like he has his legs up and he's he's like he's just kind of scissoring them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what happens is you think he's sitting on top of a giant. Uh, vase mm-hmm. filled with wine and the villain breaks it and then he's still suspended in the air and you realize oh he's actually holding himself up yeah. by his uh his gourd. flask his gourd, gourd. flask yeah <laughs> that he's kind of lassoed onto this yeah onto, he's like, holding onto it yeah like yeah it's okay sure sure we've established that the character's strong but the actor himself like he hasn't done most of his stunts the whole thing so unless he has uh you know some harness attached to him He's actually doing that. Right. <laughs> so I'm um, giving props for that. Like little things like that, I'm always impressed by. Um, yeah, but like we, we it's, it's play for comedy. Uh, we have moments where, you know, he, he grabs the villain and he, you know, he, he shakes him out for, for cash. He takes all the money out. <laughs> right. He has to pay back yeah, for all the damage. Kind of cartoony yeah. type uh, movement. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do I do like the setup for that because you know, before we even get to like him holding him up by the by the waist upside down, he's he grabs the he 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 basically just avoids all these moves. So he grabs one leg and then he you know, he avoids a bunch of kicks and punches and he gra- and then he ends up grabbing the other one. So he basically has the the villain in a wheelbarrow mm-hmm. where he's completely vulnerable and useless. And I thought that was clever. Like it, and we're we're clearly. We can't talk about every single little detail of the choreography, but I think that the creativity uh, in the movie like shine like does shine here too, because you can see like um, uh, the the characters are um, uh, like they're they're they they have very elaborate choreography and they're all very complicated, but it works. Yeah, I was I was fine with the scene. It was, so I I kind of like this scene because it was short. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they didn't go into a full blown like three minute fight. It it's exactly what it needed to be. I think it was three minutes. No, no, it definitely wasn't. It definitely <laughs> wasn't. It, this, it was short. It was this, I feel like this is like a minute or two max. Yeah. Um but damn, that's a that's a very short fight scene because it sets us up for the next one where um Beggar So takes on Samo. 
because uh, Samo yes, thinks yes. that he's on the right side of things, but he's clearly on the wrong side. So they're um, fighting in like a different restaurant. This is an actual. I think the, I would call this an actual tavern, like a Chinese tavern. Okay, sure. It's an outdoor, like second second story tavern ish mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. I like the scene a lot. I like this fight a lot. I liked. I like this. I like this fight when Samo changes his fight style. Mm-hmm. That was something I, I guess I never picked up on uh, when I first watched it. Well, he does it several times. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of different, um, I guess, old school style um, uh, styles, <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> style word. Styles, yeah. Like they do the, it, uh, in this one particularly, uh, he has a snake mm-hmm. style. And once he switches to that, I noticed the speed of the fight actually picked up a lot. Right. So... For me, unfortunately, everything before that was a little too metronomy. Mm-hmm. But you'll see that the actors are hitting these very um, nice compositions with their poses, mm-hmm. but <laughs> they're hitting it on a beat. Right. It looks very nice, but it looks like a dance. Mm. Well, that I think that's what they're trying to go for, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as we like to talk about that, I, I, I think that they were trying to make it look dancey. Hmm. And, you know, like eventually we kind of moved away from that direction as time went on, but they wanted to make it seem like you, you can still see their poses. Mm-hmm. And that's very important when it comes to, um, you know, like the styles, like the crane style or the, you know, snake and such. Like you can actually see um, like these little snippets of like what these characters should look like when they're, you know, like mid strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it does feel metronomy. So. Yeah, I, I see. Like, I can understand how visually it doesn't work for some people. No, no, I would say visually it does work because you can clearly see the poses. They're hitting these really, really nice poses. It's in a wide shot, so you get this really nice visual composition. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you know, if you're in it for fight choreography and you kind of like that more visceral right. type of fight, it it feels old. It yeah. feels dated. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, Beggar, so again, he's much more experienced than Samo. So in this scene, we just get him, you know, just toying with him again. Pretty much, uh, yeah. You, we have a good usage of props, which I like in this scene. I think that's the highlight for me. Uh, using tables, chairs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, stools, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like I, I overall like just like the usage of the environment for this. Like, for example, like when he has him, um, uh, when Samo is on top of the table and you know Beggar So is underneath it, and he's and Samo's like trying to stab him in the eyes or something, but he just can't reach. For he's he's not com- he's completely confused, but he looks underneath and Beggar So is like holding up the entire table with his his leg strength, um, which adds a little distance. I, I thought that was cute, you know. It's, it's like little moments like that. I, I thought kind of added to the whole thing experience. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a really uh, interesting moment uh, for me anyway, mm-hmm. where you see um where the i guess the technical aspect of the fight uh doesn't work mm-hmm. so so just to elaborate uh, if you watch a lot of uh kung fu movies you'll notice the use of powder or dust mm-hmm. on uh people's limbs like yeah. their feet or their hands to kind of uh extenuate that impact mm-hmm. so there's a moment when samuel hung flips on top of a table and he lands on his feet and you see the dust explode on his feet but then when he's kind of moving around you see the imprints of the dust on the uh, table and i don't know why like i couldn't 
not look at that. I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I was like, stop it, stop it. Uh, and it was weird because I feel like he, we didn't need to see that powder mm-hmm. right. from him landing. So uh, personally, just uh, I, I feel like they didn't need to do that. No, I didn't. I didn't notice that. I think I think a lot of other things in the scene kind of uh, caught my attention more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Like I'm about to catch it again. <laughs> I might watch it for the fourth, fifth time again. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we have a lot of scenes where, like, the whole scene is just Samo versus a stunt double, and <laughs> every time, uh, there's some comedic punchline that needs to be delivered, they cut back to the real actor playing Beggar Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, um... Th- this just harkens back to kind of what I was saying a little earlier, where the fights get breaking up because somebody has to say something. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish it went a little longer because once Samo starts utilizing his uh, snake technique, mm-hmm. uh, I thought the speed uh, did uh, pick up a lot more. Right. Like, I love how his hand is just kind of gliding up yeah. uh, Beggar So's arm, and they're just doing this uh, elaborate choreography. Mm-hmm. But they keep on breaking it up with dialogue. Well, uh... God, like, I'm, I'm not, okay, even though I'm Chinese, I'm not the expert in Chinese martial arts. So, but I will say, though, what they're trying to do here is show off that, like, yes, Samo, because they even established later on that Beggar, Beggar So acknowledges that Samo is a competent martial artist. Mm-hmm. He even says later, like, you're, he even says during the movie that, like, you have the, like, the, you're pretty competent however you don't have the strength that you need to be a, a like a, a really good martial artist hmm. so that's why we have training montages later in the movie um but in this particular scene uh like one samo is isn't as good yet but we're also establishing that beggar so knows the styles that samo does so that's why mm. it's important because okay. you'll notice that anytime samo switches up his stance he's like i'm gonna try this the other guy knows everything that he's he knows, but oh, better. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't pick up on that. But now that you right. mention it, yeah, he whenever Samo switches his style, he mm. mirrors it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, oh, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> Just oh, like real okay. Chinese people would say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a real Chinese thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that was clever. I, and again, I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing that you like, you get lost when you're just reading it. <sighs> um, it's it's unfortunate because I feel like there's something that like. If you if you just l- read the literal translation, I would I think it would it wouldn't be so lost on you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So this scene happens. Samo switches sides. <laughs> as a result of this, uh, we have. You so know, does that lead us into our next fight? Scene? Well, we have the rape scene. I don't want to talk about that. Or oh, the attempted rape scene. It's very long. Mm. It's very yeah. uncomfortable. It's not a fight. Well, there's cor- there's kind of choreography. Yeah, I mean, we could. I don't want to talk I, about I would it because it makes me uncomfortable. Right, right. We can disregard that. It's not. It's not as bad as you think. Right. The yeah. outcome of it doesn't end in rape, but it's just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of propels the um, the characters, both good and bad, to move in one uh, the the plot forward, mm-hmm. and then the. So what ends up happening is the the main villain's father, or played by um, Lee Lei Hoi Sang, the the guy who was in forty uh, thirty six chambers of Shaolin. Remember? Oh shit, that's yeah. him. Oh, you didn't notice that? Oh yet? wow. <laughs> yeah, I told yeah. you. You know, the Chinese yeah, uh, yeah. film well, industry is really it's small. It's a small industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, that master, he um, he's very upset 
you know, he thinks that Sammo Hung has done him completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the school. Now, this school has been kind of, I wouldn't say abandoned, but it's been temporarily closed. Well, Wang Fei Hung has taken a Vacation. leave of absence. <laughs> yeah. So the students are left to mine the school. <laughs> the director couldn't afford him anymore. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, but we get, um, fuck, what's his name? <laughs> what? Wang Fei Hung? No, 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 no. You say I have face blindness to this guy? Uh, UNBL. Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. again? <laughs> we got UNBL. I remembered who he was this time. I was like, hey, hey, UNBL. There we go. I got it. I just forgot his name this time. Uh, so he's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Very small role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. What are you about to say about him? Well, I mean, this leads us to our next fight. Mm-hmm. So the... The villain's father uh, brings some, I guess, like henchmen. Well, his students. I his guess, right? yeah, his students to you know they're looking for Sammo Hung. Right. He's not there, so they decide to you know fight the students that are there. Yeah, so we have a match between one of the veteran Shaw Brothers actors. I don't know his name, sorry, and versus some guy kind of playing like a monkey, you know, mm. monkey with a uh, like a monkey king kind of character. Yeah. Um, but we have that fight going on. Simultaneously, we also have Yun Biu fighting against uh, Lam Ching Ying, who played his... Who, like the, both, both of those actors were in the movie Prodigal Son. Hmm. Yun Biu was the main character, and the other guy was his mentor, hmm. his, his master. Interesting. So it's funny to see this scene, uh, this fight, because they're fighting one, against one another, and you know, it's Yun Biu versus... Essentially, what his mat is his master, and I believe this came out the next year. I think Prodigal Son was nineteen eighty. Really? Hmm. So, I fucking I, I should stop with all this fucking trivia <laughs> shit. Um, so yeah, we have a, a fight between Yun Biu and this guy who uses a fan as his weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, and kind of subtly he has a. Um, well, how would you describe it? Is it's it like a, a scarf? What would I you guess it's a scarf of coins. It's a scarf, yes. but hidden, cleverly concealed. There's some coins, so yeah. there's weight to it. Right, right. And he uses that to like slash at him, like mm-hmm. cut at his his chest and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and it cuts back and forth between the two the two fights that are going on. But I think let's just talk about this one. In it's particular. it's not too distracting for me because you get a lot of choreography mm-hmm. before before it jumps to the other fight. So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a couple seconds, cut to the other fight, a couple seconds, cut back. Uh, you get a lot of uh, movements to fruition before yeah. cutting back. So this is a moment where it's okay that two fights are going on. Right. I do I do like the choreography in this mm-hmm. a lot. And I think, I don't know if I noticed this watching this um, from start to finish, but I noticed that the choreography got more complicated as the movie went on. Yeah, I kind of I kind of felt that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't like the beginning of the fight with um, Yun Bio fighting the guy who had the fan. Mm-hmm. It felt a little slow for me, but I understand because they were doing these movements where the guy was kind of tossing the fan, picking it up, using it to block. Mm-hmm. It looks it looks visually nice, but I think you can only be so fast. With those types of movements, because I think there the fan doesn't have that weight for right. t- to have that speed behind it. Yeah, and I'm sure he that guy dropped the fan like 500 times. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. wanted to get it absolutely right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, you're, you're probably right about that. They probably did that at a slower pace in order to make sure that, you know, they did everything right. Um, and yeah, like it starts off with the guy with the fan. He's essentially winning just because, you know, he, the other, Yumbu doesn't know what to expect in this fight because mm -hmm. he's equipped with weapons mm -hmm. and, and well, Yumbu isn't. Well, he uses the fan actually as a distraction, yeah. like kind of to uh, conceal his face mm -hmm. in a moment and when he takes the fan away he uses that scarf yep. that weighted scarf I thought that was clever to uh, kind of do a sneak attack on him yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I thought that was very clever uh, unfortunately a little a little slow for me but that's just <laughs> well, we, uh, we're literally showing that in slow-mo yeah uh, just it. a personal preference mm -hmm. for me this fight really picks up is when both characters are just doing uh unarmed combat when they're just fighting with their fists i thought Ooh, that was really yeah, yeah. I, I i okay before we get to that sure we do we do see that yumbu like he he wisens up to it like he gets he gets hit in the face once or he gets hit in the chest sorry uh with with that scarf thing and he realizes okay i can't let that happen again so when he sees that happening he uses that scarf against the the, the opponent so he 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 picks it up and he kicks it at his own at the villain's face. Um, I thought that was clever. And then mm -hmm. he immediately retaliates with a sidekick. Mm -hmm. And I thought the sidekick worked really well. Because you can tell he actually did it. Yeah. It, it, it's done in a wide. It's done slow-mo. You can see that the, the point of impact. And you can see the uh, Lam Ting Ying. He, he flies to the left. Um, and he lands on the floor. It, it's great. And it happens twice. The second time, um, he he gets kicked into inside the the, the school, and it's a same side kick. He gets launched in there, and then this is where we get to the, I want to say quote unquote unarmed fight. Yeah, you know, they're where, just using their fists. They're just using their bodies. There's no weapons. Yeah, yeah. So I did notice that the fight scene starts, or the fight choreography starts to pick up even more as soon as we get inside the school itself, because Yun Yunbyu and uh, the the fan dude they're they're fighting inside and um you know it starts off with you know the it's just it's hand to hand combat and there's mm -hmm. a lot of there's a lot of very complicated stuff going on you know like you have uh, Yunbyu like catapulting himself up in the air and landing like face down and he does like uh you know like he he does like all these these uh, I wouldn't call them flips but he does like quasi acrobatic movements mm -hmm. which <laughs> it looks kind of cool on screen but it feels very uh, useless in a fight. Of course it's useless in yeah. a fight. It's supposed to be like a dance. Yeah. yeah I, no, I know I what they're trying that. to go for. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, it devolves into the villain. You know, he, he gives up. He's like, fuck it. And he pulls out these elbow knives that he I has love, I love that. <laughs> the elbow <laughs> knives. It's so... The only other time I can think of where that's been used in film is uh, The Giver. No. MacGyver? No, the guy. <laughs> I don't know what is that. It's a it's a bio sci-fi horror movie. Uh -huh. It's based off a Japanese uh, manga and anime. Okay. Where the guy has these long blades that come out of his elbows, and he uses that to fight. For you know, for a frame of reference, in this movie, the guy literally has just you know knives come yeah. out of his elbows. We we do get we kind of do get some choreography. Yeah. No, here, the choreography right? here is great. Yeah, it, it, you can sense the danger that you can be yeah. in, and it picks up like yep. the speed picks up a lot well you th if you think about it if you have short because even yumbu mentions it in the movie he says like you have 
these weapons, sure, but they're really good for close quarters combat, but they're useless at a I, distance. I wish he didn't say that. You think so? Because oh, I think that because works. he's 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 saying it to the bad guy. He's basically saying the bad guy's weakness, mm-hmm. and he's conveying to the audience the bad guy's weakness. Oh, I man. prefer you to show that to us. They, he did show it. Yeah, but he said it first, and then he, yeah, he said it first, and then he showed it. Uh, so right. I I I would have been fine if they just omitted that li- those right. lines. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So there there's something I noticed in this fight. There's a moment where. Um, they're they're kind of scuffling and uh yumbio is kind of rolling on the ground and the bad guy kind of puts his foot down to kick at him and yumbio rolls out of his um his top mm-hmm. what would you say not a gi what, what, what do you call that um his jacket okay mm-hmm. let's say mm-hmm. he rolls out of his jacket and he continues fighting without it and then later in the fight he when he's getting the upper mm-hmm. hand he then he then, uh, not not in one movement, but he then gets back into the jacket yeah, yeah. and he's fighting him. And that's kind of how they cap off the fight. Right, right. It's a really, really subtle thing. but it's I don't a, think it's subtle at all, but I yeah. think it's a really cool way of ending the fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't notice his jacket came off the first time. Like, when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, nice. I was like, that's, that's cool. I like that. There is this, yeah, right. There's one hero shot where he does where he poses and he's like he's like ready for more and he essentially does what i told you what i said before where he's like he's essentially lecturing the villain for his follies and fighting um he, he does that hero shot and he you know like he he you know he he poses and such but i remember everything leading up to it i was like holy crap there the, the choreography is so complicated i can't even get into it because mm-hmm. um watching it there's moments where like the physicality of it is more um more impressive to me than the actual understanding of the um like the hitting the beats at certain times there's like moments where like he he they're like blocking yes they're doing it in a metronome but in terms of like what they physically like what is physically demanded of them to do it's so impressive that i am i'm just like my jaw is on the floor because like like Yun Biu will like drop into a, like one legged squat in the middle of a blocking, and then he'll get back up, and then he'll like he'll like um, he'll go into like a pigeon pose, or like he'll do like these like very um, physically uh, challenging motions. And you know how these work; like they do these takes many many times, mm-hmm. so they have to get things pro- uh, absolutely you know perfect. So like and you know like if you're doing that many many times like, like that's like working out essentially yeah. like these are not easy things to do. Yeah, and this is a case where we get these kind of long takes mm-hmm. of choreography. It's all in mids or wides yeah. and they're just going with this motion and it 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 doesn't, it doesn't cut. Stop. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm exhausted watching them do it. <laughs> right. This is one of those fights where it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's actually just the right amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the beginning with the fan stuff, but mm-hmm. once the fight goes inside and it starts unarmed, mm-hmm. uh, it really picked up for me. Right. This right. might be my favorite uh, fight of the really? of the movie. Okay. Maybe. Uh, I do like the the other one that's going on, too, with the guy. Uh, he's fighting with kind of a metallic pole. Mm-hmm. And he's and it's a shame because I don't know who the hell this other guy he's fighting. He's just some other student. Yeah. I only knew Yoon-Bio because I finally remembered his face. <laughs> These two characters are very 
you don't know who they are. It's, yeah. it's a shame. Like, this should have been Samo. You only know them anything. because of their allegiances, right? So yeah, the ones, exactly. The rival ones, not the rival. Right. I mean, it's nice for the actors. Like, hey, you have this on your reel now. Mm-hmm. But in terms of story, who are these people? Why are they fighting? Right. It's, it's this whole thing kind of could have been thrown out. Right. Remember so, my theory that uh, when Shaw Brothers... Uh, you know, was going under they uh, samo just casted a bunch of Shaw brothers veterans to mm-hmm. his movies just because they didn't want them they didn't want he didn't want them to be out of a job mm-hmm. i'm assuming that's what this was <laughs> he's just like oh you come here you know like do my movie i uh, do this one particular scene but i do like it because um the guy with the staff he's doing the monkey you know monkey style i guess and uh, there's little moments of this that i thought were re- really physically impressive and remember Yes, you can do a flip. You can. He essentially uses the pole, like to pole vault, and do like a cartwheel at the same time, using the the pole as like a base instead of putting his hands down on the floor. He uses the pole, the the bow staff. I mean, but it's it's one thing to do that, but it's another thing to incorporate another live stunt person in the scene to to be in that choreography. Like, because he does that, and then he kicks him in the face, and you know, one wrong move, and you can actually hurt yourself and the other guy very easily Mm -hmm. uh you know like it's very impressive and yeah of course they cut right after that but you know like when i when i saw that the other day i was i was like holy shit (laughs) this is like this is crazy and you were saying before that the we have these incredibly long takes um and sometimes they won't even happen at the end of the take sometimes things like this will happen in the middle of it so uh, it's 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 incredibly like jaw-dropping when you watch it but I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me because like for, for you, maybe it'd be something else. Mm-hmm. I like this fight because so it starts off with a guy just kind of defending himself against the bow staff, mm-hmm. which uh, you're, you're on the losing end of that. You know, that weapon has the range. And so what the other student ends up doing is he, he gets knocked into a rack of weapons. And this is I thought this was really interesting. He grabs like a traditional wushu blade but then he also grabs a nightstick, mm-hmm. which I don't think I've ever seen that team up before. Of, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that combination of weapons used before. So he's <laughs> using the nightstick in combination with the sword, and he's fighting the guy with the bow staff. Mm-hmm. For me, that's when this fight uh, elevated yeah. a lot more for me, like weapon on weapon. Right, right. So you get a little bit of both. You get mm-hmm. the hand-to-hand combat, and you also have the weapons fight. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know the, he turns the tide. And in this in his favor, mm-hmm. so now he's winning the fight, and I thought that was clever. Yeah, yeah but I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> that, that's the problem. Like it's a cool fight, but I'm not feeling anything for him because I don't understand his role in this story. Right. Yeah. Same with same with UMBO. Like this is just getting ahead, but like I like these two fights, but you can just watch it on YouTube. Yes, this particular scene. With the except, not talking about the rest of the movie, this particular scene you could just watch without any con, like it, it's perfectly context. fine out of context, yeah, because yeah. they actually don't really have a big role in the movie. The only, the only part of this that you need to fit into the context of the movie is the fact that the head villain destroys their plaque, and mm-hmm. that's a big thing in, in martial arts, movies. yeah, yeah, traditional I, martial arts. After martial watching movies. enough martial arts movies, I kind of <laughs> got that if you destroy their plaque, that's a huge dishonor to them. So, so you know, you don't do, do you that. just not make like a backup because you know people are trying to you know people are gunning for that don't you make like a like a prop 
like a fake one. Like, aha, we destroyed your plaque. Nah, you, you, you got the fake one. You how got many, the decoy. How many backups do you think that everyone has of these <laughs> plaques? You can't just know. Xerox them. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, the, the, I do like the way that the Yim Bu fight ends. Because it's so, I wouldn't say it's anticlimactic, but it's kind of hilarious how the villain, like how his opponent dies. Because mm-hmm. he, he stabs himself. Well, not that he stabs himself, oh, but like Yimbio forces him to right, stab himself right. in the he kinda, stomach. He kind of gets him away, and then he his elbow kind of goes into himself. <laughs> I, w- I wish we got a different framing of that shot, because it wasn't clear to me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I thought he just fell. I had to look a little closer, and I saw his like elbow <laughs> in his side, and I was thinking, oh, okay, that's how he died. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so the end of this, uh, turns into the head villain. He come, he approaches the two of them. He's still asking for where Sammo Hung is. That's why this whole purpose of this whole scene. And, um, he, he's, it's basically one on two. So he's taking on these two students and when he's about to deal a finishing blow on one of them with his signature, quote unquote, cosmic palm. Cosmic palm. Yeah. That's which... It. We we did mention uh, when we were t- watching this together that we don't know how they pulled off the effect um, specifically. So the effect is that you see the actor like he's he he has his hands out, you know, like yeah, palm to- exposed, like towards the camera. Right, but in the same shot without any cutting, you see that his hands light up like they go from flesh color to bright red. Yeah, and like we have some theories going on like how they did that without like making the rest of the scene you know bright mm-hmm. red and this is before computers so yes there, there was probably some maybe some drawing on film i don't know it's, it's a little maybe. hard to stuff. maybe some literal light i was thinking film? the light thing no, mm-hmm. that's my my theory of how they did that because mm-hmm. but you know how did they only like the hands and not anything else yeah it's hard to tell i don't know i would like to know that too it's because she- it because the thing is, there's still movement going on mm. the screen, so it's not like they freeze framed and then they had the hands light up. Yeah. So there's <laughs> that guy can just naturally make his hands turn bright. Yeah, red. yeah. There's there's some trickery going on there. <laughs> I would be curious to see how they did that because of the lack of technology. Yeah, yeah. And the the whole purpose of this is to demonstrate that the this master can make his hands turn bright red, like basically, like uh you know, like boiling red um uh, so that when he strikes something it, it does devastating amount of damage and mm-hmm. when he's about to deliver the the finishing blow on one of the characters Samo hung and in a heroic way comes in and he takes the blow for him uh that sounds weird but he, <laughs> uh he gets like smashed in the stomach again that sounds weird but uh you know he he's basically about to die but then they eventually escape and the next scene is him recovering and then him getting training from the master, uh, from the beggar, who is also, who we discover is also, like, uh, knows everything that Samo needs to know. And um, we get we get a little montage here, like a little training montage. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like Samo is using, and, and this is what I was talking about before, uh, Samo learns from the beggar that he... His style or his technique isn't so far off. It's just he needs to work on his strength, um, because in order to deal with the the main villain, you know he needs to acquire better strength. You know, like it, it, his technique isn't so far off. So um, it, this whole training sequence is just about him like acquiring that, like holding a horse stance with his like twenty pound weights on uh, or sa- sandbags on on his wrists 
holding them out directly in front of him while he has a bamboo staff on his forearms and he has to like push that up and down without dropping his his form like little very traditional chinese martial arts stuff um we have him destroying bamboo and stuff um and i know that some of those bamboo sticks are actually um or branches are (laughs) pre-broken before the fact but there are some moments okay it's okay yeah it's fine but then you know you gotta you gotta kind of protect the actor too <laughs> right so but then other moments i'm still impressed because like samo is like you know being a martial artist that he is he's actually doing the real uh, movements and he actually he's actually destroying what i can see is doesn't seem like real broken bamboo it looks like he's actually striking it and destroying it it's mm-hmm. it's very impressive um and uh samo's signature style uh throughout all the years has been hongka and he, it's like the very claw-like, um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, like uh, fighting stance that he does, and it's very, um, it's very iconic, and like, like it, it's, it's nice to see that on screen that he's like he's he's showing it off in different ways, not just in fights, but also in training montages. With all that said, <laughs> we get to um, the reason why we get to the final fight is because the the villain, uh, the despicable dude that we were talking about before. He ends up killing someone that Samo really loves or like is important to him. Um, in a very, in my opinion, I thought this was really sad. It was a pretty sad scene because I, I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, I didn't want that to happen. And then, um, and then Samo retaliates pretty much. We get yeah. our final two fights one kind of not being a real fight, and then the final, final fight, final fight. Yeah, we could just get into the final fight. <clears throat> I don't think we need to elaborate on what happens mm-hmm. like why they have to fight but you 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 understand that it it all culminates into this because of story elements that have happened yeah, yeah. so it's now samo versus um main villain's father and uh it's, it's a long fight <laughs> this is a long ass fight if, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who wants long fights in martial arts then this is right up your alley <laughs> but are uh, you along those lines i i enjoy okay so this fight is long it it does it does change things visually and uh, technically so that it is not the same thing all the time like it goes from uh hand-to-hand stuff and then goes to some prop stuff and then they go into different styles which is good so it it changes things up enough where i'm not like rolling my eyes at it but it's it's too much like we i feel like we kind of got it (laughs) halfway through like we get it sammo hung has has uh gone through this training montage and now he's he's better than this guy Mm, wow okay that's interesting you got you got that sense because i didn't feel that way <clears throat> I thought that the whole um, my complaint with this scene is that Samo isn't as good as the other guy because mm-hmm. the other guy's still a master and Samo's still a prodigy. You know, mm-hmm. no, sorry, not prodigy, protege. Mm-hmm. He's still learning. So the whole point of the scene is that Samo is going to take on the other guy, and he doesn't want to. He's, he doesn't have anything to prove by taking on the other guy. The yeah. other guy's just fighting because he he wants something to prove. Yeah. Um, but he's like, Samuel can't beat this guy. It's only because 
the beggar so who is still in the scene is instructing him on how to beat him hmm yeah okay i so i guess there, i guess a, i didn't really s- I, I i see what you mean now yeah fuck yeah zero you're the, the, tra- <laughs> the subtitles are not good right, <laughs> they, right. i think that's a problem mm-hmm. um because no i get it because he's kind of coaching him throughout this fight mm. uh but that's the thing it's not coaching this is the that's the problem with the subtitles so literally um and either good or bad um there's times when the villain uh he's using he changes up his stance he 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 tries like one tactic and samo doesn't know what to do because he doesn't have the experience over the other guy right so he's inexperienced compared to him but then the other guy like uh beggar so he's just like he says some poetic shit (laughs) literal (laughs) poetic shit and it would it kind of like it just hit home with Samo. Like as soon as he hears it, Samo knows exactly what to do to counterbalance, counterbalance it. We completely missed an entire fight. I hope you know. What we'll you talk mean? about it after this. Did you notice that we completely missed the fight? We didn't talk about this one particular fight. Mm, yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about sure, it after sure, this. Sure, just sure, remind sure. me. But anyways, so um, in this particular fight, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> now you remember. We'll talk about it after because we should save best for last. Okay. We're going out of order, but whatever. Okay, okay. So, uh, um, Samo uh, doesn't actually know exactly what to do against, um, you know, this person who's, who's, who's confronting him. But um, because, like, let's say, like, he's using, oh, I'm going to use, uh, like, I, my, my style is like the water. You know, like, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, can't um, go against the crashing tides. Mm-hmm. But then the beggar literally just says something like, oh, well, you can just use, like, a cage to trap the water. But then cage sounds like dragon in Chinese. So you like, can't use a cage against water. I don't There's, know. My, my there, Chinese is not that good. Are, so maybe I'm fucking this up. There are gaps in between the bars. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like he says some poetic shit and Samuel just gets it. And then he's like, oh, cage sounds like dragon. So I'm going to use well, the dragon, dragon stance. Well, dragon makes sense because of fire. Right. Okay, yeah. But I feel like water overpowers fire true more. and dragons can technically swim so i don't know <laughs> but you know there's some like poetic shit and that, that that like is in there that works and like it it, it teaches samo exactly how to you know fight against this guy yeah yeah and you lose all that in the translation and that's a huge service i, I mean i kind of didn't care though unfortunately but, uh, it, uh, okay maybe yeah sure yeah, sure. yeah. Maybe like, like i get care it regardless well I, I get it like he's so in my mind he's coaching him he's kind of giving him hints how to beat the guy mm-hmm. and that's fine but uh, as i mentioned earlier like this fight just goes on oh, yeah. like, it's a 10 minute fight it's it's <laughs> you know technically it's ex- extremely impressive a lot of the stuff they're doing because as uh, we hearken uh, i'm gonna hearken back to what we kept on saying there's a lot of there's a lot of unbroken choreography going on, and you just get these straight up uh, motions, just constantly, constantly going yeah. and going before you get an edit. Mm-hmm. And yes, technically, it's very impressive, but sometimes you're thinking, all right, well, what's going to happen next? Where is this going? Mm-hmm. And it, it just goes into more choreography. It just keeps on <laughs> they keep on fighting. And uh, this this was a little exhausting for yeah. me. I like I like fights. I like seeing fights, but you you need to feel like you kind of know where it's going, or you need to change things enough so that um, it doesn't become stale anymore. Right. You can probably okay. I think this fight has several segments. I can't 
quantify all of them, but like mm-hmm. it, it keeps escalating because uh, at one point the villain, um, the villain, like he 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 breaks out the 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 glowing glowing palms part, and then yeah. escalates the fight one level, and then it gets to a point where. Um, Samo uses the plaque, and I'm not gonna mention what well, the plaque is about. It's like a giant uh, pan. Uh, you mean? Oh no, not the pan. I'm, oh well, I'm that, well that's another segment. He uses yeah, yeah. like a giant walk. Yeah, as, like, yeah he a uses shield. that. That's like another segment of the fight, mm-hmm. and then there's another segment where he uses like I, I don't, without spoiling it, he uses a, a like a, a plaque. The well, plaque. We call plaque. the plaque. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He uses that, and as soon as like that plaque is destroyed, the villain goes Super Saiyan three, mm-hmm. and right, like, you right. know, like the it keeps on escalating. So like, yeah, you're right, like. Even though each there's like the the scene seems like it goes on forever, it goes on pretty long. If you just shaved out like half a minute each for each one of those segments, it probably would have worked as well. However, I do like the physicality of this movie, yeah. the fight scenes yeah, in this movie. Yeah, I'm not taking away any of that. It's just it's it's, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's pretty exhausting. This movie felt very long to mm-hmm. me, unfortunately. Because it's you know, just for a our lot format, of plot. <laughs> well, for our genre, this is on the longer side of things. Things because normally long is this movie an hour and forty, an, so an hour and fifty, an hour and fifty. Okay, sorry. so it's an getting it's getting up. But there. we normally watch movies that are only an hour and a half. Right, right. I'm I'm surprised this is so long. Yeah. Considering how old the movie is, I thought it might be a little shorter. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it didn't feel too long for me but i don't mm-hmm. i don't know but you're right though like the there are there's a lot of action in the movie mm-hmm. and they do drag on um for better or for worse like yes in terms of if you just want to know the story it does just feel like it's it's just dragging things out if you just want to see a resolution to the fight scenes you know like you 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 might want to just like be like okay let's play this back at twice the speed however like i really appreciate how physically demanding a lot of the moves are like mm-hmm. samo there's this one shot, one particular shot I love in this one particular fight where Samo, I can literally name exactly what happens. Samo does a round off, backhand spring, back flip, lands, does a low sweep, gets up, and then does a butterfly kick all in one shot while the other guy's trying to kick him. Yeah. It is so hard to pull that all off in one mm-hmm. one move. Yeah, he's just jumping all over yeah. the place. It's <laughs> it's fucking crazy, and it's him. I'm pretty positive. No, it's him, him because you it, before you it see, all you happens, see his, you, you, you see, see his face, mm-hmm. then you see a crash zoom out, mm-hmm. and then you see him doing it. Right, right. Like holy shit, that is so impressive. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like there are there are other elements in the scene that um, are one uh, they they drag out because one they're trying to play up the comedy. You know, like there's moments where like he's using a like a fan or not, not a fan, but he's using like uh, he's holding onto a walk. He's using that to block the yeah, uh, yeah. the movements. He's holding onto something as he's suspended over fire, mm-hmm. like little things like that. They wanted to again play up the whole comedy aspect because Drunken Master did it. We should do that too. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind the long fight. You just need so the uh, the problem is it all takes place in one area so visually it's your your eyes are kind of getting bored in that you're just seeing the same location over and over again but just from different angles Mm -hmm. uh if they could have maybe gone through a building and then changing up the the camera angles like it it could have visually been different for you but you're just you're just kind of in this wide open space so it, it's a little boring. It was a little boring for me in that aspect. Mm. 
I think it's a budget thing, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. that has a lot to do with right, it. Right, right. I get it. And 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 I and I did say like the fight does escalate. It does do different things. They change style. They they try to add props in it, but it's just it's long. It's very very long, and you feel it. You feel it. You're like man, like come on, somebody win. Like somebody do something right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I do like that. You know, um, I do like that. Samo kind of wisens up uh in this particular fight like there's you know but, but has a lot to do with beggars you know the beggar character being in there like telling kind of coaching him mm-hmm. but i don't like the way that it kind of turns the tide for in favor of uh samo because once the villain breaks out his burning fists a burning palms uh you know technique He's he's basically unstoppable. So the only way to counterbalance that is if Beggar So kind of jumps into the fray and he well, he, he also palms. Well, he guy. blocks uh, a palm strike. Yeah, and he both es- palm strikes. Yeah, and he essentially absorbs the hit. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, they both do similar uh, powerful forces. So they they're both their palms are all fucked up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And essentially, they reveal that oh, his he's now we- in a weakened state. I don't like that. Yeah, I, no, I, I really I, I feel like that's such a like a cop out. I completely agree because that means that Sambo didn't win the fight through his his own ability. The other guy had to kind of help him out, mm-hmm. which. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing the whole fight, mm-hmm. but you kind of want him to win through his own, you know, abilities. Yeah, I mean, I get it. The, through the logic of the film, the other guy's a master, and mm-hmm. Samo is still a student. So he shouldn't win based off of just experience alone. However, you don't... It's a movie. You want to <laughs> see him win because he's mm-hmm. a hero. And you want to see him win through, like, dirtier tactics. Uh, I mean, it's not a dirty tactic. It's just that, like... It doesn't feel like he... He earned it. Exactly. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't like... I didn't really like Samuel's character anyway, so I didn't really <laughs> want to see him win. Just a personal preference. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he's supposed to be a lovable goofball. And at certain times, yes, he is. And other times, I'm like, he's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. That, unfortunately, maybe because it's my subtitles, mm-hmm. maybe, it's, maybe it's just the age of the film... But he's not likable to me. Mm. Like I, I don't mind a lovable goofball, but uh, this guy, I, I kept thinking like you're an idiot. You're just, you're just <laughs> causing more, uh, you're, you're causing more problems than you're solving. Yeah, for sure. Like especially in the beginning of the movie, you, you definitely get that sense. It's like he's just getting himself involved in things that he shouldn't be, mm-hmm. and then it just gets worse from there on out. Um. So this scene ends with. Uh, Samo taking advantage of a person who can't defend himself, essentially. Well, yeah, I mean, he <laughs> the the bad guy's father has now been um, not immobilized. Like, you, you know, like he's he's not as powerful anymore. He yeah. used his he kind of pow- he kind of charged up and he used his attack and now he's just he's kind of out of energy. Yeah, he used his coyote kaioken. Yeah, <laughs> there's no sensu just... beans anywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what nerds (laughs) yeah um and then you know samo wins by immobilizing his arms and he does a a, he punched to the chest and i one thing i want to mention that this whole fight is that i I like the practicality of the filmmaking here because you know what they did in order to um make the actors look like they're convincingly falling to the ground is that they took mattresses and you can tell 
Oh, okay. Just by watching I, this. I see where you're going. Took these mattresses. They took out all the sand from underneath the floor. They just kind of, <laughs> kind of like swept to the side and then just buried these mattresses, mattresses just to be like uh, floor level so that when they land, it looks convincing enough. But you, not you can, to me. <laughs> but you can see the sand shifting yeah. in a way that it looks like there's. It looks like there's padding underneath yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, <laughs> I, I see what they're doing. They're trying mm. to protect their actors, mm. but it. You, you. Unfortunately, you see the sand shift. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> why is that happening? Yeah, I was like, why is the sand shifting like three feet away from him? That that shouldn't happen. Right, right. But it's uh, you know like that kind of stuff's forgivable. Like yeah. he's li- he. You can clearly see he's kind of jumping. F- from a certain height where you don't want to land on solid ground that's yeah. you know you're endangering your actors yeah so you got you do stuff like that to protect them right so right. I'm, I'm okay with no, i'm, I'm incredibly forgiving of of them for doing that mm-hmm. like not, not like i they, i need forgiveness <laughs> yeah. they need forgiveness right right like that, but, but if you have a keen eye you'll you'll notice yeah, like yeah yeah and i like i appreciate that i'm like okay you know like, as people who really like to um critique things like this or analyze it like you'll notice things like this mm-hmm so, let's talk so, about that one fight that we didn't talk about. Oh man! Before okay, this. so that was the technically the last fight we normally end on the last fight, but <laughs> we're gonna end on the best fight of the film. <laughs> and when I say best, I mean the worst fight of the film. Oh man, the vil- the the head villain or the fa- the villain's father he sends out one of his students to go after Sammo Hung. Beggar So is passed out, so he can't help because uh, he's a drunk. He's just a drunk. He's just a drunk. That's his character. He's a drunk. <laughs> yeah, and so we have a fight between Samo and a, a, a Catman. Catman, yeah. Catman. That is the best and literal, the most literal way to describe this character. <laughs> uh, if <laughs> You know, in this movie, he's Catman. But in another movie we talked about, he was Borat. Oh shit! Is it's that Fat that Chung? Act? It's Fat oh, Chung. Oh man, that's that. That's a character. Same actor. Yeah. Wow, it's the actor um, from uh, Yes, Madam. Yes, Madam. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? He <laughs> just does not choose good roles. Oh man. Um, it's funny because um, uh, the obviously this is early late seventies, so they didn't have sound production during the set. Mm-hmm. So what they do they would have voice actors dubbing over them when the the final edit came out so they chose the manliest voice for this guy <laughs> oh i'm gonna capture samuel hung don't worry about it like he's he's gonna beg for for his life uh, when he when i'm squeezing it out of him and then meanwhile in the middle fight he's going so um <laughs> just for context uh samuel fung Samuel Fung. Samuel, Samuel Fung, Hung yeah. fights a man, I guess using cat style. Yes. And <laughs> cat style means that you also turn into a cat. <laughs> this man is literally uh, pantomiming uh, cat movements and cat sounds. Nothing about you. this works. <laughs> no, no. It it is a. Uh, uh, it's not f- fair to say embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But it is a little <laughs> embarrassing. I, I'm going to chalk it up to this is of the time period because when Samo is utilizing his snake 
uh, form. Mm-hmm. He's making the snake sounds as they're doing. Something. Well, he's not making it, but the you see, well, that's the thing. Like the the movements are making a sound. Have you noticed that? Like yeah, when he's, yeah, he's yeah. like he's like flexing. Like the the air around him makes a sound. Yeah, it's, it's not like him doing it. Yeah, exactly. And and that's okay with the snake because you know like snakes don't make a distinctive sound for general audiences but everybody knows the sound a cat makes and oh my god there's so many cat noises in the scene <laughs> but you know what the, okay uh, one thing i want to take uh, say about the scene mm-hmm. is that again physically physically speaking it's very impressive he does some things that are very uh visually uh, you know like um jaw dropping you you're you're watching it and you're, you're thinking wow that is not easy to do i would hate to take that away from him however all the <laughs> is, is it's hilarious yeah the the dubbing unfortunately really really takes you out of it oh also the man the the gentleman's mannerisms his cat poses yeah. his i don't know what is going on with his hairstyle <laughs> It is that uh, typical where it's a half bald, kind where of thing. you do the half bald in the mm-hmm. front, but then his hair is hanging low, so it looks like he's he has a super high receding hairline. <laughs> he looked like Stephen Wright from like the uh, like the eighties. Oh, Stephen I don't know. Wright. I don't know what he looks like. So <laughs> yeah, t- take that visual. Yeah, visual. It it is a horrendous scene. <laughs> I oh I man. I do like parts of the fight. So like you you get to see a little bit of the creativity going on here. Uh, we'll talk about the actual technicals. Well, not technical. Sorry, the general uh, pay, uh beginning and end of the fight. So Samuel can't beat this guy because he's too fast. He's too nimble. He's too unorthodox because mm-hmm. he's fucking cat yeah which is cool i i appreciate what (laughs) (laughs) well i don't like that he's a cat i like that he's he is using the nimbleness and Mm -hmm. the agility of a cat Mm -hmm. channeling it into his fighting style and beating samo because of that sure on on paper that sounds great (laughs) visually it's a fucking mess (laughs) I like that Samo wins using um, two ways. You know, like one, uh, he uses the, uh, you know, because the villain or the the Catman, uh, Black Panther, is using the environment <laughs> to his uh, to his advantage. He's yeah, like there's, holding on to like, yeah. There's these big pillars, pillars in the room, and he's like climbing up it. He's using the ceiling to mm-hmm. climb around. Yeah, you know, he's he's a cat. <laughs> Essentially, if cats can hang upside down like that, yes, they can. Sure, a- according to this movie, they can. <laughs> Catman, uh, Samuel uses oil to for you know his advantage, you know to make sure that he can't hold on to things properly. Yeah. Which I don't know. That seems like it doesn't wouldn't work in real. <sighs> if he's a real cat, it wouldn't work. He has to dig his claws into it. Like well, he he no longer has the you know the friction to grasp onto these columns, and he's defeated. Whatever. He's defeated because he's now on the ground level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Oh God. I love the way that the guy like um, <laughs> I love the way he, he poses because he'll be like, "Oh, you must beware of my my like ferocious style. I'm going to kill you." Meanwhile, he's like he's like on all his fours. He looks like he's about to be like like spit roasted. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Like I I mean I I 
I'll give credit to the actor for committing. He, he, he was very committed yeah, to the role. He was committed. <laughs> I, I, I'll give it. I'll give him this. Like you know, he's working for that paycheck. He he <laughs> was a cat man. Right. Yes. What? I would never show this on my <laughs> on my demo reel or <laughs> demo to anybody. But well, with, when your name's Fat Chung, I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. The uh, see, this is something that again you are missing out when you watch a non. Uh, literal translation version of this movie. Mm-hmm. So the beggar, uh, he eventually snaps awake and he, again, gives some word of advice to Sammo Hung to basically like a cheat, a cheat sheet on how to beat this guy. Mm. He says, uh, oh, use your... St- oh, I guess it is in the subtitles, but he's like, use your sticky feet. Oh, no, I didn't see that. He, or yeah, use your... Yeah, essentially, what it means is like... Not not literally, but he he says like this guy is so fast. Just make sure he doesn't jump around. Uh, okay. And you yeah. see that visually. I didn't I didn't need that mm-hmm. because I get what he did. He literally takes some liquid. I don't know what it is, but he throws it. Not on the, the liquid. No, I'm not talking about the liquid anymore. We're talking about later in the fight where um, they're fighting around and uh, Sammo Hung changes his his fighting strategy mm-hmm. in by using his feet to trap the other guy's feet to the ground. Mm. Like, so, he, like, let's say, he, he basically does, like, an ankle lock. So, like, when the other guy's, like, trying to... He, essentially, the, the, the cat man is jumping around all the, the, the entire room. The best way to take this guy down is to make sure he can't jump around, keep him close to you. Mm-hmm. And the, the best way to do that is for Samuel to just keep take his foot and wrap it around his foot and just keep him from running around the the room, and he does right. that with through through several different ways. Like, and when the Catman jumps in the jumps up in the air, Samuel just pulls him down <laughs> to the floor. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps him from you know uh, jumping around too much. And I thought like in terms not in terms of choreography, but in terms of the philosophy going on here, I thought that was very clever. Like you know, like you there's a strategy to beat anybody, essentially. Yeah, like if, if yeah. when someone has one particular way of fighting, you just have to know how to counter counterbalance that yeah maybe that was lost on you (laughs) i'll give you that but just to counter he's fighting a cat man (laughs) it's like no oh god this is just ah no i'm trying to go like a more serious route and you reminded me that this is a cat man man. just put some catnip out there it's hard uh unfortunately it's hard to take seriously <laughs> you know this yeah. scene is very hard to take seriously yeah that's just take problem. a ball of yarn just throw it in the middle of the room like mm-hmm. they're done they yeah. never can run away mm-hmm. yeah like any <laughs> any other animal i mean i don't know frog i would have taken frog more seriously i honestly don't know if the cat stance is a real thing if it isn't maybe it was played for comedy because they wanted that but nothing about the scene seemed funny it it plays it straight it right. plays it surprisingly straight so i i didn't laugh at it because it feels like they were just like yeah Catman, he's intimidating <laughs> i'm like no no did you like his intro in the scene when he bursts out of the coffin <laughs> and you see this really absurdly wide like fish angle lens mm-hmm. and you just see his face like go right up to the camera oh, God, <laughs> see like cat no we all know cats is like household pets it's not that intimidating like mm-hmm. if they did like lion 
like lynx, jaguar, you know, like a bigger cat. A those tiger. Are, tiger. Tiger, yeah. Tiger stands as Exactly. A those are intimidating animals right. because they but, can actually hurt but you. But they're not known for fucking hanging upside down from the ceiling. I, I would have been fine if <laughs> if the guy was like, oh, this is, you know, like I'm doing tiger style. And then he's, but he's like, he's hanging upside down, but he's like um, physically showing like claw motions. Mm. I would have been okay with that. Right. Cats. You know, they're cute household pets. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do uh, that. He should have done doggy style. That's what he should have done. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Man. So that was the best fight in the movie, right? That's yeah. That, hands down, the best fight in the movie. <laughs> all right. Uh, but that is the whole movie. Yep. And um, that is Magnificent, Magnificent Butcher. Magnificent Butcher. One of the most... Uh, Sadly, it didn't do well when it first came out, but 40 years later, it does. it's one of the more um, well-known uh, tr- traditional martial arts movies. One of Sammo's uh, bigger films, it came in the, the big three movies that just recently came out, right? On, on Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah. We had Magnificent Butcher, we had Eastern Condors, and I forgot the last one. Do you remember? The different movie. Different movie. Yeah. <laughs> of course, obviously, it has to be, yeah. be a different movie. Um, yeah, so, um, I think it was Millionaire's Express, if I remember correctly. But anyways, um, so this is one of Samo's more prolific movies because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like it, it's, it should have been what it was, uh, Drunken Master was for Mm -hmm. Jackie, but it wasn't, unfortunately. This is, this is his like classic Mm -hmm. Samo Hung movie. Yeah. Like when people say classic Jackie or classic Jet Li, like this is definitely classic Samo in that. Not Enter the Fat Dragon? God, <laughs> no. Actually, I think I prefer that movie over this. No, one. no, yeah, shut up, shut up. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, because so man, like, like overall, I, this was hard. This was a little difficult for me to sit through. Really? Yeah, oh, man. yeah. I, 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 I mentioned earlier, like, um, I'm always afraid of going backwards with these old films, and. Um, I, I wasn't crazy about the story. I, I wish they removed all the kung fu elements because I, I think it's not a bad thriller. There's like a lot of mistaken identity. There's a lot of revenge going back and forth. I think I would have been okay if this was just some sort of like drama thriller. Mm-hmm. The fact that you added comedy, you had this drunken um, drunken master, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, teaching him, it, it, it didn't do it for me, unfortunately. Okay. Well, what about the the fighting then? Uh, it, it's it's weird. I hate I it, it's weird saying this, but there's too much fighting. <laughs> there's actually too much fighting. Um, <laughs> too much of a good thing, <laughs> it, or it, maybe not too much. Yeah, it it's it's there's so much fighting where you don't get a lot of cuts and. I found myself wanting edits. I wanted a change in pace. I wanted a change in a visual. And it doesn't give it to me enough. There there are definitely moments. There, There's a few fights I like. Like I like the Yun Bio fight mm-hmm. and the guy, uh, the monkey man with a pole. I, 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 I like those a lot. Mm-hmm. But they're inconsequential to the plot. So right. it's, oh, like what, what what's going on there? <laughs> okay. Uh, is is that your whole uh, uh, thought on the movie? <sighs> Man, like, the, I I I don't think I could recommend this actually. Really? Wow! Yeah. Like both fights and uh, uh, so the movie so to clarify, um, 
if if you like martial arts films and you've never seen this, yes, you should watch this. Uh, I always give a recommendation for classics. Even if you don't like it, you should become familiar with what became what came before what we have now. You know, okay. re- re- respect where uh, the films have come from. Okay. I'm I'm always big on that. Uh, this movie does have some cool moments in it, uh, like the Wong Fei Hung um, calligraphy fight. Oh yeah, for sure. It it's good. Y- if you're a newer martial arts fan, it it'll probably feel pretty dated. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, if you realize the context of it, it, it's it's pretty clever. Sure. Uh, there's there's like too there's too much fighting. <laughs> oh my god! I don't I don't understand. That's like a bad I, thing. yeah, I love I love fight <laughs> scenes, but there's there's way too many mm-hmm. fights in this where I got lost. Like mm-hmm. I like talking about the the technical aspects about fights. But I can't remember all of them because there's just there's just so much there's so much going on. Right. I think it's experiential thing. Like it's yeah, sure. It's hard for us to remember it, but when you watch it, it's it's different, right? Would you agree? Because uh, you can't remember it all right now, like recalling the movie. But mm-hmm. when you're watching it, you're you might be like, oh yeah, that 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 was awesome. That was mm-hmm. awesome. That's my take at least. Right. Right. Uh, so. I, as I mentioned uh, in the beginning of this podcast, I watched this movie like 10 or 15 years ago. I can see why I forgot it because I, I think just, just for me, this doesn't really hold up that well. Mm-hmm. I, I I definitely appreciate a lot of the stuff that went into it. But the movie as a whole, I, I think I can't recommend. Yeah. As a, really? Okay. Yeah, as a, as a whole. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a tough watch. I was watching it. And I was just like, oh, like yeah. As a whole, like, oh, like mm. it, 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 it's not, it's not hitting those, uh, those wants for me. Okay, okay, gotcha. Huh? I think, <laughs> I think this is the most we've ever been polarized in terms of opinions mm-hmm. uh, for any movie we've ever watched. I am totally on opposite side mm-hmm. of the fence from you. Uh, I like this movie a lot. <laughs> But you're absolutely right. The fight scenes do go on quite a bit. Um, but I, I appreciate them because it, it's like, I feel like I'm getting a workout just watching them. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, like you're, they're doing a lot of uh, incredibly acrobatic and incredibly physically demanding moves that I do appreciate the fact that they're doing all in one takes. They're doing long, you know, wides that like don't, aren't interrupted. Appreciative, Yes. But I do agree that they, they overstay their welcome. Yeah, so, like, it's a mixed bag for me when it comes to the actual fight durations. They're way too long. <laughs> You're not wrong about that whatsoever. Uh, and there are things in the plot themselves that could be shaped off. For example, a lot of the things involving the comedy could just not be in the movie, right? So we have, um, we have the beggar teaching... Uh, we're t- teaching Samo how to uh, cook cook uh, beef trotters, uh, pig oh, trotters. Oh, pig trotters, yeah. And then that, that whole thing. Oh, God, like, yeah, I don't fucking was... care about right, this. I don't, right, right. <laughs> just, like, this is lasting too long. It's not funny. And, like, I get it. He's not, he doesn't understand any of this. Shut, move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like that could have been shaved off for time. And, yeah, like, we could have a more concise movie. Because, honestly, the... Yeah, we, we have mentioned that the, the plot itself is can be kind of complicated, but if it was a little more streamlined, we had a little more straightforward uh, plot without all that fluff, it would be far more interesting. I don't know if I'd say that 
taking out the kung fu and turning this into a thriller only or a drama would have been the way to go. I do like the plot and, um, and it fits in with the kung fu, but we just have a little bit more padding than I would like. Mm-hmm. I just shave that off and it would have been just good. I, I wouldn't, you know, happy with that. I think, so if, so if you're going to keep the kung fu, I think maybe just take out the comedy because it's kind of a serious story. Yeah. I mean, you can well, they have you get, to keep the comedy. You get a, a attempted rape scene. Oh, like God. the, I, I understand you should try to like alleviate the tension from that moment, but the it it seems so out of place because yeah. the movie is very lighthearted up until that not up until that moment, but yeah, like you don't have attempted rape and then you have somebody stealing somebody's wife. Like you can you can have that be completely comedic Mm -hmm. but once you get to the end of the film and then you have this guy literally trying to sexually take advantage of this woman uh, it it doesn't fit yeah you're not wrong you're absolutely not wrong about that i I completely agree with that i I don't know uh i know what they're they're, what they're trying to do is you know again historically speaking trying to match what drunken master did um i don't know if, if it was just a straight up dry you know movie without any comedy not without any but like without you you can have lighthearted moments but you can tell there are comedic Mm -hmm. moments in this movie sure like the the whole opening with him getting his pigs stolen and then like stealing it back yeah even that was not like i I hate it i like it was it's it's too dated i don't i don't want to be so harsh on that Mm -hmm. because that's maybe the comedy of the time sure Mm -hmm. and they're trying to set up his character but you know um obviously watching this now it, it doesn't hold up for me sure okay that, I, I understand that well uh with that aside i think um uh i'm not so black and white about the fight like watching these fights without context thing so mm-hmm. there's two fights that you should watch without context there's the beginning fight with Quanta uh, King in it, which mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just good and all because if if you love martial arts movies at all, you need to watch. It's essentially the same as like watching a, a horror movie, and you're like you don't know who Bela Lugosi is. It's like or or Boris Karloff. Like you, like you, yeah, you might not want to watch their movies, but you should at least respect them. You know, yeah, uh, that's essentially what this fight scene is like. You're finally you're seeing this guy doing his thing on screen for the final time mm-hmm. playing the character that he's most known for. Like you should at least watch this. This is one of the most iconic scenes you could pos- possibly watch. Um, and you sh- you can watch that without context for sure. Um, and then the other one being the Yun Biu fight uh, with, with, you know, that you mentioned before Like you can watch that without context too. Cause that doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the early scenes in the movie, I guess, I guess you could kind of watch it without I don't know. The rest of the fight scenes in the movie, I guess you you have to watch with the context in the movie because you don't understand why it's happening. And yes, uh, in terms of uh, the the athleticism involved in the movie, it is impressive. But I can see why it could bore people to tears. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think what resonated for me was the motivations behind the characters and why they did they were doing the things they were doing. I actually do like the final fight scene in a weird way because I understand why the villain is motivated mm-hmm. in trying to kill Sammo Hung at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like I know why he wants to do this. Yeah. And I actually like that. 
Um, without the motivation watching this scene, I would be bored to tears <laughs> because I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know why he's so upset. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it, so I'm, I'm very conflicted because I understand the uh, the villain's father's motivation, mm-hmm. but I don't like I don't want to root for him or against him because I don't think he's in the wrong. He's not in the wrong. So it, I don't it, think he's it, wrong. It's at all. very. It's, I'm glad they didn't kill him at the end. Yeah, I it, been very it's upset. very. It's very odd when you're watching the movie and you understand obviously the more details that we're we're glazing over. Yeah. So this this fight scene just going on forever, and I'm just thinking like I don't I don't think I want him to lose or I don't want him to win. I don't want him to lose, but I don't want him to die. Like yeah. I was afraid that Samuel was gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. I, he shouldn't die. Yeah, he, you're 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 correct. He shouldn't die. Yeah, he doesn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. But just like all movies of the era, you don't get a resolution. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the movie just fucking ends. Well, it ends on a freeze frame. Yeah, like like, like all good films, you should end on a freeze frame with motion blur, and you're just like, what? What's going on here? Just like this podcast. Yes. Just like yeah. this episode, right? Mm-hmm. When we just kind of, we keep talking and we just kind of stop all of a sudden. Ha <laughs> <laughs>